Hello and welcome to the Soccer Speakeasy. Today is uh, Wednesday, the 25th of October, 2023. It's uh, just afternoon as we begin recording. We being our uh, fine crew beat writer, Colin Gay, and uh, of course the striker, Kyle Robertson, who's our uh, Tommy Smith. Tom, the Tommy Smith of, of Hilliard, we, we like to call him. Um, and of course, at the control, per usual, is uh, Patrick, the podfather Flaherty. Let's get right to it, uh, gentlemen. Let's start where we left off on the previous podcast. We'll get to de- decision day after that. Um, two weeks ago at Atlanta, and amid a tough stretch uh, of, of, of road games, looking for points, all in all, considering the victory in New England, it was a... Uh, uh, you know, you take four points yep. out of out of two road games. Uh, you're happy in this league, especially when you only won four road games all season. So nice job in uh, New England. They get to Atlanta and they carry a one goal lead throughout. They were very good, and Atlanta yes. was very good. Yeah. And yep. uh, we're going to talk more about Atlanta, obviously, later in the show. And uh, once again, uh, with uh, once again with visions of Orlando dancing in their head, uh, Mickey Mouse, uh, Kevin Molino, etc. There's a, a free kick awarded on a foul. He the, was going the opposite way too. He wasn't the, even attacking towards the goal. He in was the 98th going away. minute, in uh, Miles Robinson, Robinson, uh, the U.S. international. Uh, well, there was two other guys who also scored. They didn't yeah, like anybody on the yeah. backside. Three, yeah. three guys open, and uh, <laughs> one of them scored. Um, so uh, a tough one. Uh, another set piece goal, and yes, another <laughs> another set, those dead ball defense. And I, I'm sure they're they're working on that. I wrote a column uh, that's posted now, and it'll it'll be in tomorrow's paper Thursday um, about uh, whether they. All I mentioned about them tightening up the defense is their set piece defense because, like, personally, Corners, go, yeah. be who you are. I mean, this is such a dominant offensive team. We're yeah. going to get into that, too. So a bad dropping of points. A lot's going to be made of the 22 points they drop, dropped uh, from leading positions, as, as Kyle says. Um, uh, and, and, you know, I would point out, as I do in my column, that a lot of those were earlier in the season. The last yeah. 20 games – you know, yeah. all in all, pretty good except for those Orlando uh, one. Yeah. yeah, Orlando. I mean, Atlanta. that's a, I mean, that's the difference between third and second place. It is that game right there is the is the difference between right. third and second place. Um, uh, and and so, you know, I I like to look at it balanced too. As Wilfried Nancy mentioned uh, post game um, on Saturday, you know, they've had those situations. They've also had situations, if you recall, like Sean Zawatsky pops into my head. Uh, yeah. Where, where they stole some points yep. late as well. So um, take t- I, I'm I'm looking positive, looking yep. forward um, because I, I love the way this team dominates uh, offensively, and and we'll we'll get to that in a second too. So let's throw it to Colin here. Decision day. Uh, Montreal's in town, and Montreal has a lot to play for on Saturday at the New Crew Stadium. They do, um, and the crew. All really they had to do was beat Montreal and secure home field advantage. And even if they didn't, uh, they basically, um, you know, came back. Like they didn't have to, to get home field. Uh, they had a lot coming their way, but you know, they, they're the ones that showed up. I mean, they're, they're the ones that, I mean, whether it was, you know, it, they played their style of soccer. It seemed like it was kind of the recipe for, I guess, you know, what they want to look like in the postseason. Hedy, that's what that's what they showed off is kind of like a playoff preview. A lot of talk has been coming in through the stretch with I think it was like five games against postseason bound or potentially postseason bound yeah. teams to end the season. 
I mean, this stretch, they've been talking about how it's a postseason preview, how it's, it's preparing a lot of players that have never been to the postseason for kind of what that would be like. And I feel like you had an altogether, you know, just a solid performance to kind of lead them and develop a confidence that, I mean, Julian Gressel said leading into the game, they didn't need any confidence, but I think they got some on Saturday night. Uh, that's uh, without Diego Rossi, too. Yeah, it was. Right. Right. Yeah, it's. And, and that they chose to rest him. Yep. Um, yes. He was a little nicked up, as Colin reported last week during practice. And uh, they chose to rest him. And uh, so Christian Ramirez went back up top. And, you know, Kyle, I, what was remarkable to me is that that game went on was, of course, you, you expect you expect their, them to progress up the field. And they did. Right. Their underlying numbers were incredible in terms of generating offense. Um, I mean, Cucho alone had 13 right. shots. Yeah. I mean, he had 13 shots. Right. Um, and they had how many shots on oh. the game, Colin? It was, it was some, it was some godly. stupid total. It was, it was, uh, it was like an '80s hockey game on one side yeah. of it, you know. Twenty-one shots, five oh. on goal. Right. And so twenty-one th- to six advantage. Um, and, wow. and and they were in a posture where for most of the game, Kyle, it looked like they were playing two backs. One of whom was Zawatsky, who was a converted. It's uh, oh, like the Swiss Army knife. I know. He can do anything. Can play mid. Can play back. Can play yeah. in pretty much anywhere you want. So yeah. a really solid two to one yeah. W sets him up, and and uh, it should be noted that Nancy said that that Rossi will be ready to yeah. go uh, for the playoffs. Well, I think I, th- I think what crew should two, be really the, two backs is what I want. Right. To oh yeah, but I mean because you want everyone right. to be a striker. Well, yeah, Nagby, come on, finally <laughs> shooting the ball and scores. I mean, <laughs> he has that? like three shots on the year, and I think like three goals. <laughs> uh, but anyway. Well, that, I mean, that's what like Wilfrey wants his team to yeah. look like, though. Is it, it seems like, and you've written about right. this extensively about how anybody can kind of take charge, and it's playing offense through through defense, really. So, like, I mean, everybody pushing the pace and not having a lot of guys back there, but using their offense to kind of keep possession, but also anyone can strike at any moment. Yeah, it's 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 a read and react. But you have to like I think what's gonna ha- what I'm interested to see is that if they do have a lead late in the game, how they change it up and how they you know, he doesn't really kind of defend it or kind of like hold the floor. It's all kind of go, 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 go. But yeah. I think in the playoffs, especially with the way right. set pieces have and kind of your goalies sometimes comes out a little too much or doesn't come out and you know, uh, I'd be curious to kind of see how that kind of well, kind of what, what they did against right. New England, right? Like, I mean, what how they kind of I, I I believe that was the game when when Wilfried kind of complimented Cucho extensively, saying, "Yeah, he didn't take he had maybe chances to go score, but he didn't take those chances. They settled back and basically played keep away for the final twenty minutes. And and I mean, that's that's going to be what if they take a one goal lead, right. a two goal lead." That's what they're going to have to do in the postseason. And, and they do have a track record of success yeah. with the New England game, but it's not a lot of right. success. Well, they did they did drop because that three-back line can become a five-back right. line sure. very quickly the way they, they melted. And going backwards, you could see that uh, late in the game against Montreal. Uh, yeah, it's, it's – um, I, I think it's just honing what they do, uh, just getting better and better at it. And you got to remember, they haven't had this full team. Um, they've had it since – the end of the transfer window. Uh, Rossi's right. played like what eight games, yeah. um, it, and 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 uh, and so it, you know Camacho, who knows the system, has been here for equally as long. I I look at the remember he kept everyone at the beginning of the season uh, yep. except for Jonathan Mensa because he said he wanted to look at what he had and uh, oh, on a lot yeah. of levels. 
Um, God, it seems and like so, forever ago. Yeah, I know, but but through, you know, yeah. through fourteen games, that's what they were they were in, they were installing the system um, and figuring out um, their personnel and how that how it fit together within the system. And then the beginning in July uh, is when the pieces were put in place, and and they really started to hone it with that particular uh, set of personnel. So. Um, you know, there was there was some overhauling going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you think you think back, remember when they had no center backs? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and he was uh, Zawatsky suddenly yep. playing in the middle of the back line. Um, well, and a goalie that never, I mean, that yeah. played crew two all last right. year. And, you know, I, I, I think I think this was uh, and Nancy talked and it's it's a trite thing, yeah. but he talked about that journey. Yeah. And, and uh, all the things they learned along the way. Yep. I think it's polishing yep. what they do now. Right. So the season ends. Cincinnati wins a supporter shield at the top of the Eastern Conference. Uh, Orlando second. Uh, Cincinnati 69 points. Orlando 63. Uh, the crew with 57. Uh, Philadelphia with 55. And those are the four teams with home field advantage in the first round. Best of three playoff series. The Cincinnati's will face uh, the winner of the tonight's wild card game between the New York Red Bulls and Charlotte FCS. Both teams are playing real well. Or whatever they yeah. are. Yeah. So... You know, sneaking up to three. Wait, where's the messies? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other wrinkle is, uh, although they do have a uh, better record, uh, more points, um, than the number one team in the West, St. Louis City. That's that's all caps on the city, Kyle, by the way. So, right. Yeah. It's like Hilliard <laughs> City. Uh, um, the the final is is uh, hosted by the higher seed. Um and of course, that could change in the next twenty minutes because that's the way uh, MLS works. Uh, they might want to just change it. Uh, but Essing stand. Um, if St. Louis goes through and the crew uh, go through to the final, um, St. Louis would host. It's the same. Uh, Seattle would host if Seattle goes through in the West. But after that, beginning with LAFC with fifty-two points and fourteen wins, um, the third seed in the West. Uh, Anyone from the third seed down, if they go through in the west and the crew goes through in the east, the crew would be hosting. Anyway, just thought I'd throw it out there. Um, you know, we were confused about that. And, and the reason that we were confused uh, is because that's our, our general state of, of being. Um, but also, uh, um, you know, it, it, the rule, it was changed. They, yeah. <laughs> it's like, and it is stupid, in, is. in my opinion. But, uh, but, but so it goes. Um, because that... You know, that's another thing that, that takes away. You t- soccer people love to talk about uh, the, uh, the, the sanctity of the regular season. And here you're almost capriciously uh, saying, no, the regular season doesn't matter when you get to the conference final. The, the higher seed is going to host, even, <laughs> even if they don't have the better record in the regular season. Yeah. It's, it's kind of stupid. Um, so uh, Atlanta, um, the – Series begins Wednesday, November first, a week from today. Uh, home against Atlanta, I believe that's a seven thirty start. Yep. Uh, that game sold out in in two hours uh, the other day. Um, game two at Atlanta, Tuesday, November seventh, uh, seven p.m. And uh, if needed, and I'm thinking it will be, uh, and we'll talk about that. <laughs> but uh, game three would be Sunday, November twelfth, here in the New Crew Stadium. Um, now, Colin. This format is has another wrinkle in it. Um, tie games. Yeah. Um, in in the in the first round they go. Yeah, immediately to PKs. For real? Yeah. Kyle's like, yeah. yeah, immediately to PKs. Wow. Instead, right. Yeah, no extra time. Just straight to 
I guess I soccer sports writers. Yeah. <laughs> like worst nightmare. That was League's <laughs> Cup too, right? Went straight yeah. to PKs. Yeah. Um I it'll and, and especially with how the crew I mean, you wrote this today, uh, Michael, but like just about you know, those set piece collapses. I mean, they saw it against Atlanta a couple weeks ago uh, with the, you mentioned it, the Kevin, the Kevin Molino uh, foul and the, the PK in the 98th minute. I mean, or the, the extra, uh, the goal in the 98th minute, but like, yeah, that game, I, I cannot imagine just the momentum shift that would have been if, you know, tie game 98th minute straight to PKs after that. That's, I mean, that's crushing. Yeah, that's the crew. That's why Nancy in his post game was. Right. He, ta- he talked a lot about um, how how he was proud that uh, his his team did uh, come together. Yeah. Uh, he felt uh, not his exact words, um, but if you look at it, they they were three zero and three, so undefeated in their last six. Yeah, um, and they didn't allow more than one goal in any of those games. So um, again, there's a lot of nuance to, if you want to look at their defense. Um, there's no nuance if you want to look at uh, what, what some of their set piece defenses have done, have done to them over the years. So um, that is interesting. Um, uh, and by the way, um, the the format changes um, in the conference semifinals. Um, th- there will be two fin- 15 minute extra periods <laughs> in the one game elimination, uh, as well as the conference final and in uh, the final. Yeah. So, uh, first round is straight to PKs. Kyle's just shaking. Just, maybe, maybe they'll get their act together. Yeah. Yeah. I, come on. It's like, come on. It's like, uh, yeah, players forgetting, coaches forgetting. What? Start it up, right? And just, yeah. So, do it like everybody else in the world. I mean, come on now. I, you know what? I, I would have pushed back a little bit. This is crazy. It <laughs> seems a Byzantine way to do your, your, your playoffs. Um, obviously, uh, but, I don't mind the American wrinkles in yeah. in, in soccer. Um, I don't mind it fitting uh, the eye of your casual American sports fan. Um, then let's go back to the shootout, the, the run up shootouts from midfield that we did in the early days of the, the MLS. Thirty five yard line. God, those are so good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> I, I, go watch those yeah. videos from the mid God, to late nineties. So good. Um, you know what? I, I'm, all, I'm I'm for that. Yeah. It, yeah. It's kind of like uh, the NHL's three on three. Oh, love over it! T- it's great. Yeah. Um, and, I and wish so, it went like ten minutes. <laughs> I guess. I guess. I guess what I'd say is if if it should be more yeah. uniform, you shouldn't be changing formats from well, round yeah, to round. Yeah, that's yeah. That's tournament to tournament. I can see leagues cup and whatever. changing it from year yeah, to year. Yeah. You know. Um, this one obviously more inclusive. There's a there's an eight nine game now. So uh, with with all these teams in the league now, I, I think more teams in the playoffs is better. Um, obviously, that's yep. good for uh, yeah. Um, and let's talk about Atlanta a little bit. You know, um, if you if you look at the crew's underlying metrics, uh, especially possession statistics broken down in, in different areas, I mean, they really were an awesome. Uh, offensive club, incredibly dynamic. Um, if you look at their passing stats, um, possession, uh, it's, it's, it, but right behind them. Yeah. Well, not right behind no, them in every in category, the, in the general, but generally days. speaking, yeah. uh, I mean, the crew led this, the, the uh, MLS and goals this year with 67. Um, Atlanta scored 66. Yeah. Um, they retooled during the summer transfer window, probably Ooh. more uh, aggressively than the, yeah. the crew did. And the crew yeah. were extremely aggressive. 
Um, and uh, you know, Giacomakis is going to be the uh, is going to be the newcomer of the year. Uh, if not for uh, no, wait, you're missing this somebody. Well, we'll talk about Almada in a second. I was, no, I was just going to say, say Messi's going to be the new not, <laughs> His eight games he oh, played. Yeah. Oh, that's right, Messi, huh? And MVP and Golden Boot, anything they can give it to him. He, he, he's going to decide the playoff format next year. Uh, <laughs> uh, but if, if not for, for Acosta, I mean, yeah. Diego Almada might have been the, the league's MVP. Um, uh, he's, he's a, he's a goal creating machine, whether he's passing or shooting. Um, the one thing to note, Colin, mm-hmm. uh, about Almada is, yeah, he's not, he's not going to play, uh, the first game, um, so, red card, uh, yeah. red card penalty. So was that late in the game too? Yeah. Yeah. Crew, yeah. Crew won't see him until, um, when they go to the Atlanta. Atlanta yeah. yeah. The Atlanta game. I didn't see you play. Did you? I, I, uh, uh, no, I didn't see it, but I heard about it. So it's, they were, they were talking about it, I think on the broadcast yeah. towards the end. So, but it's. So I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, you can you can kind of see this uh, uh, the crew uh, with Almada sitting out, uh, you know, hyped up for their first home playoff game in the new Crew Stadium, uh, the LDC, as the kids so call the it. First, pl- oh yeah, first playoff. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was uh, yeah. Caleb Huge. Quarters. Yeah. I mean, biggest oh, yeah. failing was was uh, they spend three hundred thirty million dollars or whatever it was on a new stadium, and he he didn't deliver a playoff for two years. Um, but you, you can see the crew winning that one, and you can see Almeida drawing back in for game two yeah. out at Atlanta, and you go like, "Oh, this is." I mean, this is going to be well, real think, against two right. powerful teams. Now, do you think it's going to be like a shootout? Because we cause we talked about it last time that we I thought it was going to be a shootout, yeah. and what it ended up being one one. Yeah, it was a one one draw. Yeah, I mean, and, and but I mean, one. there were chances, right? And that, and, and, yeah. and that's a game that I mean, Wilfried was clear uh, after he's like, I mean, they played a complete yeah. game it, uh, defensively. I mean, they kept possession offensively. They did what they wanted yeah. to do up until the Molino foul in like the 95th minute, which, I mean, he's, I mean, he seemed very, very well, impressed, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And, and, but yeah. I it just absolutely just, just not happy at all. <laughs> like just, just with yeah, that one call. Kucho had a couple real good shots. He did. Like, he was on like, just, Barely like stuck out a leg. Yeah. Like, how many leg saves can you have in like one game? Mm-mm. But well, Cucho uh, finished with uh, 16 goals and 11 assists. Uh, he was uh, fourth in goals and uh, tied for 10th in assists. Christian Ramirez, who uh, was coming off the bench uh, post Rossi acquisition, yeah. um, eight goals and four assists. A lot of them were early in the season, though. He got, right. He was well. Really, that's yeah, because yeah, I mean, yeah. Rossi. One of the reasons was Rossi right. joined, and, and uh, you know, Jason hurt. Right, he's yeah. out for yeah. Jason Jason Russell Rowe also factors yep. in there as well. He had three goals. Rossi three go- three goals and three assists and uh, eight starts. Yep. Um, you know, uh, again, a lot's going to be made about these drop. Matan too. You can't forget about yeah, Matan. You know, single. I was most just improved mentioning guy. their top <laughs> scores. Um, the crew were tops in mm-hmm. XG, number two in X diff. Um, they led the league in goals with sixty seven. Which, by the way. T- Kyle brought up the penalty kick area uh, era. The, the uh, 67 ties the franchise record set in 1998 when those silly. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't silly. They were cool. I mean, <laughs> th- those goals, those goals counted. Um, so, I mean, okay. Question about Matan before we, before how many minutes do you think he had last year at the crew? Well, he and Caleb did I not see eye to eye. Well, he got loaned out. Well, but still, I mean, yeah, but 
All right, 32 minutes last year. This year, almost 2,265 minutes. Wow. That's, He's got a motor yeah, and some skills. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, so these are the two best offensive teams in the league. And you know what? You can have a good argument. Uh, actually, it's not even that good. Um, the team that allowed – the playoff team that allowed more goals than any other playoff team? Atlanta? Atlanta. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. Atlanta. Yeah, so uh, it's not like they're facing the, uh, you know, the, the – Ken Hitchcock's 1999 no. Dallas Stars here. You know what I mean? They're, uh, uh, they're hemorrhagers, and, uh, but they do go forward, and they do have a lot of talent. Colin, any, anything uh, you want to add about the, the, the matchup against Atlanta? I think this is the matchup that, I mean, especially with what, what the crew are and what Atlanta is, I think this is the matchup that you want if you're Columbus, just to see, I mean, playing against a defense that has – known is known to kind of have you know difficulty defending kind of the same way that the crew are just pushing pace offensively keeping possession at their best and then you know having a couple guys back and in if if plays if offensive plays develop uh too late for your defense and they're going to score um so if you're columbus your game plan of possession your game plan of just pushing the pace and keeping on the attack is going to work here, um, especially at home. To kind you of, think? Yeah, you you would think. Like on paper, it would. Yeah. Um, and especially starting that at home and having home field advantage. I mean, against a team that I mean, yes, it's MLS. Yes, home field advantage is huge in MLS compared to a lot of the major sports. But I mean, Atlanta has ten of their thirteen wins uh, in Atlanta um, at Mercedes Benz Stadium. So I mean, if you're Columbus, you got to look at your twelve wins in at Lower.com Field yeah. and be like. I'm feeling confident, yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. you, you've got it. You've got to feel that. Right. And that's, I mean, that's because of that's, you know, that's fair. Uh, I would, I would just only add the proviso that just as you don't give out a supporter shield in April, that uh, <laughs> you don't count a playoff victory yeah. before you play the series, you know, sure. uh, this, this Atlanta team is really dangerous. Um, they, you're, I think you're dead just on. They have to like the matchup. Right. Um, um, just ask the Phillies, right? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, Two games at home, thought they went. <laughs> yeah. They, they were playing right. like uh, pre-New Rules yeah. baseball, <laughs> you know. Um, it, Kyle, it, your thoughts as, as – uh, I think it's going to be a heck of a, uh, yeah. a series. I do too. I, I think it's going to yeah, be fun for great. the fans and, and hopefully the – you know, the, the crew plays a lot better, obviously, at home. And, and, and I think I'm – I think the fan – I think it's going to be a rocket. It's like you said, I totally forgot it's going to be the first ever playoff game there. Um, so it should be pretty rocking whenever – was it Tuesday, Wednesday? I don't know, whenever the weird schedule is, <laughs> whenever it starts. Wednesday, November yeah, 1st, 7.30 p.m. So I, I would just uh, – the only thing I'd add, and if you guys are, are, yeah. are good, is, is that, uh, you know, this the crew, this 28 seasons, first charter franchise, this is the first time they've ever led the league in goal, um, which kind of sounds a little – that's a long time. To, yeah. And this is a legit offensive powerhouse – and me, I'm not changing much, man. No, I'm going. Wait, you can, no, you can argue. I, I'm I mean, playing. What? I'm playing my game. And you know, Nancy got some mild criticism for not going deeper in Montreal. Right. It, it could happen here yeah. too. But I don't think you change who you are. Right. I think. I think you hope. I think you coach him up, and believe that their recognition going backwards is is better now than it was right. in in July. Right. Play your game. Play your game. 
And you have a team that believes in the coach too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, that's huge. Well, they believe in the system. Right. And, I mean, yeah. every time, every time that you ask Wilfried right. about kind of how, you know, looking back at what has been right. grown, I mean, he, he looks at that opener against Philly and be like, I saw glimpses then right. they didn't, they didn't win the game. They didn't do what they were right. wanted to do, but they saw glimpses there. And that's what Sean Zawadzki told me. They, they watched the Philly game again and said, we saw glimpses right. there. So and, I mean, it's I, been it's been building for forever. And I, th- and I also think the, the the interesting dynamic of this team going into playoffs is yes, you have Cucho, but you have five or six guys that can contribute to, and you don't know who that's going to be. Oh, a healthy like, Diego yeah, Rossi yeah, too. Yeah. I, I I mean, it's almost like yeah. I mean you you forget that you have a golden yeah. boot winner, <laughs> like right? Like I mean, you have Cucho, but you yeah. have another guy that you know is still learning how to play with yeah. Cucho. I mean, he could explode yeah. uh, this postseason. There's a lot of guys that finish yeah. here, and there's some there's some really high end talent. I, I would say, you know, you mentioned Nancy, and we, we yeah. should we should uh, we should we should hammer that note yeah. before we sign off here. Um, I think you he's know, a perfect fit. Uh, yeah, he, he's he's one of the most he's the most extraordinary coach I've ever covered, and, and you've covered a lot of coaches. Yes, yes. Um, what about uh, the women's uh, women's UConn? Gino, yeah, Gino, Gino's up there. Gino's. I, I didn't cover his team. Right. I, I did uh, know him. Yeah, you. you yeah, uh, I covered the men's team at that Jim Calhoun, which yeah, is a, another story. Um, but <laughs> in in terms of, um, and I see a little bit of this in in uh, Pascal Vincent too, yeah. um, uh, which I, I think Blue Jackets fans should be encouraged by. Um, but the culture he's created, the buy-in, the, the I, I just say it right out. These guys love one another. They want to play his, his system, and he's making them all better. They see that. There's total honesty. And, you know, that was really – like I, I've been sort of talking about this all season long, and even since they got the guy. But it was really driven home on Sunday. Uh, Laurent Courtois, the Crew 2 coach, lose a tough yeah. game to the green Darth Vader's. Uh, in the in the next pro yep. uh, cup championship game here at the lower dot com field, um, and th- those obviously was devastating. It's extraordinarily he got back with a completely rebuilt yep. roster playing under a completely new system, but he was up there on the podium. And at one point, he was asked about coaching with Nan- Wilfried Nancy, and he said. I'm paraphrasing here. I transcribed the quote last night, and I was going to use it. Didn't fit what I was writing. But he said, you know, I left my home to play soccer when I was 14. Uh, I've been for 30 years looking for a mentor. Um, I've coached. I've been coached and led by coaches in the in La Liga, in Liga One, uh, in the Premier League, um, and essentially said he found his mentor in Wilfried Nancy. He said he's the best tactical and person coach, um, systems coach, culture coach. Uh, those weren't all his exact right. words. I'm sure that, that he's ever come across uh, and since he left home to play soccer at age wow. 14. And it was so fun. He think, wasn't right. just sucking up to the no, boss. It, no. was, it was right but from the heart. Do you think that it's because he, like, he takes everyone's input into it because it seems like – when Porter was here, is hey, my way or the highway. No, I'm not. I'm smarter than everyone in the room. But, he's the boss, but he yeah. respects his players. Right. Uh, he, he does respect right. his players, yeah. and they respect him yeah. because one, he's honest. Yeah. Two, he cares about them genuinely, and three, he wants to win, and he's going to make them better. Yeah. All in the process. I mean, you can see how it worked. Yeah. I mean, um, 
This is just year one. Six sixty nine and nine, uh, sixty seven goals for, forty six against. Led the league in diff at twenty one, plus twenty one, twelve one and four at home, uh, four eight and five on the road. Uh, and uh, we're people are going to talk about uh, a couple set pieces heading into the playoffs. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, that's the. I, mean, I, I know that's. Uh, what else? You we're got? talking yeah, about it. <laughs> but uh, hats off to Wilfried Nancy. I wonder how long they can hang on to him. I wonder how long they can hang on to Courtois uh, for two. Um, uh, these are these are extraordinary coaches, um, and credit to Tim Bezvichenko for knowing who he wanted and going out and getting him. Well, uh, they have the resources to keep. You know, in the past, I would say no. They lost what Schmidt uh, to Seattle there after he won. Right? Yeah. They they threw too much money at him, but you know, I think with the ownership group, they're not afraid to spend. Yeah, it's you know. But again, what's his end goal? It's it's been sure. it's been. Uh, you want to be in the EPL? You want to? The city's been blessed soccer wise yeah. and, and hockey wise to a degree as well. But when you talk about Ziggy and you, you talk about uh, uh, Greg Berhalter and uh, yeah. you talk about Wilfried Nancy, that's uh, that's some high power coaching talent and uh, really good people besides. And yeah. I think I think the good people part of it is uh, yeah. is a hallmark of, of of how he does everything here. Well, you see a lot of players kind of speaking in in. Speaking the same kind of language, repeating the same tropes, repeating the same phrases that he uses. And yes, that's kind of normal, but it seems like they're bought, like they're, they're using this not in uh, Wilfried's language in a way that it's not, you know, something that they're forced to do. It's something that they're buying. Makes sense to them. Yeah. It makes sense to them. They, they, they know it too. And it, and it shows up on the, on the field too. Okay. That's it. We've yammered enough here. Uh, oh. Yeah, they also oh, qualified for the CONCACAF champions. Right. Yeah, we should mention that. Yeah, yeah they did. That's, yeah. A, that's another <laughs> that's a restructured tournament yeah. for next year, and uh, we'll see what the rules yeah. are for that. Yeah. Uh, no, Probably change. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's actually... Uh, it's not bad. Yeah. No, no, that's good. Because that's, that's doesn't that get them if, they, if, if the team ever wins? I mean, isn't that a birth in the world yes. uh, club yeah. cup or whatever? Yeah. It's always in the Middle East or somewhere. That's World you know, club championship, yeah. 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 So good on him. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's been a wonderful year. We'll see how much far, how much longer it goes. As as Wilfried Nancy said, uh, one journey ends and uh, a new one begins. For Colin Gay, please go to uh, dispatch.com. Check out all of his fine work. There's a, a great piece on Will Sands, you know, who's been kind of out of sight, out of mind. Well, uh, oh, he was so good. At the yeah. Game. And so uh, if you want to see where, where he stands, check out Colin's story at dispatch.com and all his other good stuff. Kyle Robertson, the photographer extraordinaire and an editor. Who, uh, yeah. He's been telling us about some of the reviews he's going to be handing out. <laughs> and, and he's really not that nice a guy. I'm Mike A. Race for Patrick Flaherty. Uh, thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you again next week. Patrick, kick us out of here.